guys, all right? Cheers. Welcome to Spilling the Tequila. As you know, we start off with the shot before the show. Today we're doing Casa del Sol, Kathy Hilton's tequila. Yummy. Oh, is that who it is? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not even her. She just got... Wait, don't do it without me. One second. Not She's bad. She's an investor. She's an investor, yeah. So I wouldn't yeah. say it's Kathy Hilton. She's just invested into it. Well, that's it. how it's known to be. Yeah, not bad. Not bad, good. Kathy. I like that. I like that yeah. too. Yeah, it was smooth. Mm. Anyway, starting the show, now that we've had the shot for spilling tequila, take it away, Grace. <laughs> take it away. <laughs> take well, it away. Take it away. Um, Sunny and I were actually just talking about one time we were hitchhiking through Victoria, country, Victoria, Victoria in Australia. Believe it or not. Um, and, you know, we ended up a lot of different places that trip. In Correct. particular. A very lot of random places. Random places. We met a lot of very funny people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that helped us along the way. Exactly. And hitchhiking works, by the way. I know it's illegal and I'm not trying to condone illegal activity, but it's a great way to make friends. But we weren't like hitchhiking with our thumb outside the highway like old school, you know. No, we couldn't have got arrested for our method of hitchhiking. No, we kind of did it where like, you know, we went to a caravan park and, you know, we're like, hey, like we see you got a car. Could where we, are you off to now? Where you're off to, could we get a lift with you? So that was kind of Grace and I's hitchhiking. Yeah, it wasn't like a random off the street. Well, somewhere that we met them and their car was turned off. Yes. 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 Yeah, so we're not incriminating ourselves. But I think where Grace is going with this is that we, when we were in Victoria doing this little like hitchhiking from going place to place, we actually ended up in a commune in the middle of nowhere. I think it was a town of 300 people. It was very small. Very, very small. Very remote. Very, very remote. We're talking a petrol station, which was also their only cafe. And one motel, I think one it was motel as well. And, and a lake. And, and a, a pub. And a very big lake as well. Anyway, we ended up there and when we're in, it kind of like a forest more than a bush, yeah? A, a swampy Forest? And we didn't really know that we were in a... Co- wouldn't it? Look, we don't actually know if it is a commune. We're just assuming it's a commune because people who live there kind of live there. Like They're they- very anti-government. Yeah, so government wasn't allowed to go in there. Grace and I didn't know. There was there actually were- signs at the front that said, government's not allowed in, we're non-vaxxers. Um, and I'm talking like in LED lights, but Grace and I were like dumb and dumb and like, boom, don't even notice these yeah. things. We just walked straight in because we saw like little cottages in the bush and caravan and we needed somewhere to sleep, right? So, yes, basically anti-establishment completely. Um, I think when you noticed it was kind of like where you, I remember you saying to me, I don't think we should be here, but we just needed accommodation to I sleep. I think I noticed when our neighbour had the Confederate flags flag. in their windows. Yes. The American Confederate flag in their windows. And Grace is like, oi, look at the, the flag. I'm like, what? Just like the Confederate flags everywhere. And even I knew what that flag was. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't think we should be here. No. As she said that, the guy walked out of his what is it, a cottage would you call it? Because it's not like caravan. It was like a wooden little cottage. I'd say like a little it's cottage. Like a, it's like a cabin meets demountable meets. Yeah. It was. Mobile home. Yeah. That's what it was. I don't know what to call that. But anyway, the guy walked out um, and he had a dog and the dog ran towards Grace. And Grace is like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. And the owner of the dog said, Vladimir, Vladimir, come here, come here. And then Grace went, oh, and I went, what? And Grace pinched my arm. I said, what are you doing? And she goes, did you hear what the dog's name was? And I was like, what was the dog's name? She goes, Vladimir. And for me, and I'm being serious, just not thinking ahead, I'm like, who the hell's Vladimir? And she turns to me and goes, Putin, like that. And I was like, oh. Oh, my God, because I just know him as Putin, not Vladimir, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, so the dog's... And, and also, 
like what we're forgetting to mention is if we're not blending in enough already from how we look, which if you don't know what we look like, sort of... Oh, we're painting a picture of what we're wearing on that day when we got to the... Yeah, so we're sort of Spanish looking. Sunny sort of looks like Russell Brand. Um, You know, we're we're already not looking exactly white Australian. It was Um, raining that day. We'll soak and wet, remember? We were in matching pink ponchos. Ponchos that we bought from Kmart. Um, to keep off the rain because we had big backpacks, obviously, with us. Yeah. And so I think we were just in a bit of a vulnerable situation. But do you remember we went for a walk around this um, commune? Yeah. And I don't know, I, I sort of felt unsafe. Well, it's like anywhere it's you... Very, it's very intimidating to, like, park yourself somewhere for the evening and see, like, the Confederate flag flying. Correct. Which, by the way, I want to make clear that this... This location, I, d- I don't believe everybody there was a Confederate. This certain no, 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 not at all. Was. They just chose to put that in their window. Each exactly. Their own. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Which it wasn't everyone. You shouldn't, but it wasn't everybody. Yeah. If it was, I th- I think we probably would have left. And then the dog's name was Vladimir. So like things were just adding up. Where we we're like, whoa, like is this a commune? They also had like to add more to the story. Why we thought maybe we shouldn't be there is they had um like. The premiers of Australia. Premier. Premier of Australia. They had everyone except for Gladys. Um, yeah. There was a like a like fake poo. Like a stress ball poo. Yeah, so a stress ball poo, and they had like you know seven in a row, and on each poo it had the premier of each state um, written on the poo. Yes. Um, and then they even had their heads somewhere, didn't it? Like they, they could... had they had like wanted posters, of like the wanted pre- dead correct. or alive. Yeah. So I had like, like Dan, Dan Andrews, and I had another premier, Scott Morrison, like around this Greg commune. Hunt. I had the pictures of the premiers um, saying wanted dead or alive. So you got to see it from our point of view. Confederate flags, dogs named Vladimir. We're in the middle of the forest, town of three hundred people. And there's also um, Wanted Dead or Alive of the Premiers of Australia. It's like, what do you expect us to think? And we wanted to sleep there because we needed accommodation and we're in the middle of nowhere. So Grace is freaking out saying I shouldn't be here, but where could we go? We had no car to leave. They had cars there. So I'm like, well, we need to make friends with them. I also think that the, the bigger problem there was how are we leaving tomorrow? Because we were so isolated. We were isolated. And... More for last for being so isolated, really. Like, we, we chose that. We went into that. And um, it had this big lake there that you couldn't even go. So, for example, this massive, so this, like, commune was built around this massive lake. Like, so beautiful. Stunning. So stunning. But I said to Grace, isn't it weird that there's not one boat in the water and Nothing. not one person were like, it, it why? It literally is- looked like X-Files. Like, it, it was looked like-, like it was barren and there was, like, mist and it was so grey. It was, it was grey. It was very cloudy Oof. and stuff. And I was like, why is there no boats or anyone swimming in the water? Like, it's really – it was just a bit odd. Like, this whole – Town of 300 people were in was odd. Like, it was very X-Files. Like, nothing was adding up. Nothing was adding up. We needed to sleep there. And the guy, he was German, lovely guy that come out, but was a bit, like, scary when he come out because he was very blunt. Would that be the word to use for it? Yeah, he was blunt. He had, like, that really, like, German, thick German accent. And he was very, I think it's quite German to be, like, very, like, they are being friendly, but they just say it that it sounds aggressive. Yeah. Like that's just their tone or the way just their different. inflection or whatever it's called. But he, he was lovely. He was lovely. He, he come out and he was like accommodation. Like, yeah, we 
we need to, you know, bunk down for a night or two nights. He's like, no problems. He gave us one of the cottages, whatever they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, he gave us a canoe. <laughs> well, that's another story. Before we get to the canoe, he oh, came out sorry. and he come back. No, that's all right. And then we come back out and he had like, he just cooked us like a big giant bowl of like mm. um, scrambled, scrambled eggs. He's like, you two look like you need to eat. And we were, we haven't eaten in days um, on this trip that we're going from town to town in Victoria. And uh, yeah, he 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 um, fed us, and then at one point we're like, "Should we eat it? Like, what if they're poisoning us?" Like, that's the point that you get to where you're in a town that small. There's Confederate flags, there's wanted dead alive premier, and he just suddenly made us whipped up like I'm talking like 14 kilos in this big bowl of scrambled eggs, saying mm. you two need to eat, and we're mm-hmm. starving, and we did need to eat, but we're like. No one knows where we are. Like, what if we die here? Like, it was like, I know it sounds really extreme, but it was to that point. Like, we were weak. We were thinking, anyway, I took one for the team and I was like, well, let me eat. If I die, then you guys live on. Like, that's the character I was. But no one's going to die instantly from these eggs either. So, so like, I ate the eggs and then Grace loves to eat and she looked at me and she goes, how is it? And I said, it's actually really delicious. And then I seen her make a sandwich for herself and eat the eggs and she started eating it. She goes, it, it is good, hey. And like looked at me. <laughs> yeah. It was delicious. Which is, it was delicious, which I was nervous about. But I think that put me more at ease because it was ridiculous to think that somebody was going to poison us. Then he comes out and takes the bowl from us. And we're like, thank you so much. Like we won't say his name. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was so kind of you, blah, blah, blah. And then he, you know, takes the stuff. And then he comes back out. I kid you not. And he says, do you remember this? And he goes, I had a pen and a paper, right? And he goes, I want you to write down your names. And, and we I'm were like, like four names. I go, excuse me? He's like, your, four, your name's like four names. He goes, no, just your first name. I'm like, my name's Sonny Joe. It's great. He goes, write it on the paper now. Oh, my God. I was like, okay. And Grace is now freaking out. He's just fed us eggs. Now he's come back. And he's told us to write down our names just on a piece of paper with no answer. We're not like this. It's just so weird. We're in the middle of nowhere. It's gloomy. We have no car to get We're out of there. We're also shit scared. We're shit scared as well. He, do- he, takes out, he takes our names away, pen and paper, goes into his cottage and just disappears. And, and we gone. sit there for an hour just saying, what is he doing with like, our names? Like, what is he doing with what our names? Like, is he names? researching us because we shouldn't be here? Blah, blah, blah. Like, like it was just really weird. Anyway, it was, com- yeah. comes back an hour and ten minutes he's later. Got a, he's got a nice smile on his face where he pulls out from his Wait, pocket. Wait, you're missing something before you say it because I don't want to say it. He says to us, do you like red wood? He said that. I didn't know oh. what that was. And I go, I beg your pardon, he goes, you like red wood. These trees here... That is red wood, very good wood. I was like, oh, yeah, the, the trees are amazing. I'm like just agreeing, you know, because we were just We had scared. to get along with him at this point. Correct. Yeah. And um, then he, you can take over from here. Oh, well, then just out of his pocket, he pulls out pens made from the red wood. Like amazing pens, like gold. And his... carved himself. Yes. And it has engraved our names on them. And he says, I do this for fun. I don't sell them. I just make pens that are personalised. So he made us these rich pens, one that's Sunny Joe, one that said Grace. We're like, oh, my God. They were really bougie. How did this happen? You've just gone missing for an hour and ten minutes and you've just made us pens. Like, this guy's the male version of Mary Poppins. Then he says to us, do you want to come and see my garden? No. He said, did you want to come see my hydroponics? Correct. No. Because I thought he had weed. He did. I was like, oh, my God, this no, guy. No, when we got there, he dropped that it was hydroponic when we were walking in because I thought, Where, where's this going? Because I was like, here we are, the commune's living on, like, fields of um, weed, kind of like, you know, um, beaches um, with Leonardo DiCaprio's movie. 
when he's on Thailand and the beach and they're growing the weed in the field. That's the vision I was going from. Yes. That's why the government can't go in. So we agree because what else could we do? We're sleeping exactly. there that night. So we went. And he has this amazing hydrocarbon. Shocked us again. Like it, no, it, it wasn't it marijuana. It Don Burke to shame. Like that's all I want to say to it. Who? Burke's Backyard. Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Back the in the day. The most famous gardener and like, or Jamie Jury, Backyard Blitz, whatever you want to say. It was it was pretty incredible for this you know old German man, and then I've never seen anything of my us, life in it. It was. Are you telling him what it was though? How it was built up in the air like a fence. Yeah, but that's like a lot of cases for hydroponic gardens. Like it had the pipes through it where it watered. It wasn't itself. built into the ground. I've never seen this. It's built into the air like a wall. It's vertical. Vertical, garden, yeah, yeah, with all the plants and like the vegetables, and then all the water recycles and goes in each one, so no water's wasted. Up, it was amazing. Like it was like MacGyver shit. Like it was like the f- the way the future should be. And why aren't we all doing this in our backyards? Like it was amazing. Totally. Then he says, "Do you do you want to go kayaking <coughs> in the lake?" Correct. And we're like, sure, I love kayaking. I'm from the Whit Sundays. And, you know, Sunny and I don't know any better. From what we can see, we're in an isolated town and therefore the lake is isolated. So we pull this canoe out. Actually, his son does, who is a, a quite a redneck, skinny sort of man. I wouldn't say redneck. I think it's just like, you know, no, small town. No, I just town, mean he had Had like, a mullet. No, like, he, he looked a little bit... That's not an insult. Yeah, right. He just had like the shorts on, like a little bit of a ripped shirt. He had like, you know, like a trucker cap and he was riding around on this sort of scooter thing. True. It, 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 it was, it was like something from way. a movie. It was yes, like something from a movie. It was, was very nice, exactly by the like, way. He, yeah, he was. Yeah. I'm not saying rednecks aren't nice. No. Um... Anyway, so they pull out this canoe and we go down there where there's this big sign, warning, do not go in the water, blue-green algae present. And we're like, wait, You will get really, really mean? sick. That's what and it he says And he goes, no, nah, don't worry about that. Just don't put your head under or don't fall in. You'll be fine. Yeah, if you put your head under, you'll get sick, so just don't fall in. So I'm like, Grace, we've now got the canoe at this lake with this poisonous algae. That's why there's not one human in the water, one boat in the water, because if you go in, you die. And I'm like, should we be really doing this? But we kind of needed a plan because we were hitchhiking around Victoria and we needed to like, we need to get out of this commune and we've got a canoe. Well, that's the way to get out of there, right? So I got into the canoe and uh, I haven't canoed in a long time and I kind of got death wobbles and stuff. And I went out he into the water. was very nervous. I was nervous because I was like, you know what? We were already on it. I'm the guy that gets attacked by a sausage dog. My finger got chopped off. Like, I told you of all the bad luck that I have. If someone's going to fall into the water full of poisonous algae, it's going to be me. So yeah. I was just like, what am I doing out? This is crazy. And then Grace went out and I was like, we shouldn't be out on this water. Um, and then we went to sleep that night and there was like, oh, that was scary. Because it was like, we both got eczema. And we're allergic to dust, and the we place was well. As you know, any eczema or eczema sufferers out there, dust is really, really bad for you. Um, and the place was sleeping. There was so much dust that we started flaring up, and we were so itchy that and we moisture. There was like damp. Yeah, it was damp and mold everywhere, which is also bad with eczema as well. So we had it's to so like bad for your we lungs. went into like we we were like sushi. We went into our sleeping bag, so we weren't touching anything, and then we we're yeah. so itchy. We weren't crying, but we're sad. And then we got our steroid creams out and we're putting eczema cream on a chava oh. where we're getting itchy. Like, you know, like, oh, can you put it here? Could be like looking after a chava. Um, yeah. but I, we- just, I just want to tell the 
the final story. Oh, did I miss something? Commune. What was the final story from the commune? I don't think you remember it. Oh, shit, I don't remember. Yeah. The first day or the second day? No, the second day. Okay, what happened? So, oh, in the car? So we hitchhike out of there. Um, and the owner of this this commune... The German one? The German one um, offers to drive us because we've made friends at this point. But Correct. We made friends with his wife, his son and him. Yes. He I would, trusted I us would say I would say we were closer to his wife probably. Yeah. But, she you know, was the She was the one that, like, she, she was, was telling him. She was the instigator. Him, and yes. she, told, she told him to drive us. Correct. So we could get out of the town. And he, yeah. he didn't want to do it. So shout, shout out to her. No, I think he did. He just doesn't show his... Emotion. ...positive feelings. Anyway, in this car ride... I kid you not, this man says to us, have either of you been dead before? And I looked at Sonny and... Wait, what does that even mean? Is it in the backseat of the car? Yes. Oh, my God. And I looked at Sonny and Sonny was looking at me and I said, no. And we're still nervous at this point because this guy's like... He he snaps, but not in an aggressive way. Just how blunt he is, and it's he's very just, random. Like he goes missing, he comes back. Edge, yes. yes, you don't know what to expect next from and him, and you don't want to say the wrong thing. And he's a man of like minimal words as well. Yes. So it's like and you wait here. What is your car. name? Yeah, we're in his car now, yeah. right? So have you have you ever been dead before? And I said no. Have you? And he says yes. I've legally been dead for I think it was about eight minutes. And I said, wow, that's like, that's crazy. Like, why are you, why leading, are you why asking this question? Yeah. And he, he proceeds to say, if I've been dead for eight minutes and I came back alive, why should I be vaccinated? And that, and that sort of sums up our entire experience of that commune. I do remember him saying that and it was such a, you know, it's such a topic that I don't go into just because everyone's got different opinions. I was honestly, I was looking for like is the child lock on? Is there anything like, you know, just like I trusted him, but you still you should never trust someone too much, right? Like he could have like fed no. us, got us on his side and then he kills us. He's like Grace and I are in the middle of nowhere, don't forget. So you have to be, like I said, I watch a lot of horror films and documentaries about killers and stuff. So I was like, you know, there's nothing bad about being overprepared, which I am. Mm -hmm. So I know if something does happen, I know our exit. I was looking for weapons. I was looking for... Yeah, same. But I I think the moral of the story really is... Don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a book by its cover. Well, I never do. I never do. Because this person ended up being one of the probably most friendliest and generous people we've ever met. And he really, really helped us and we were stuck. Yeah. And he didn't have the Confederate flag up. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And he was really lovely and his wife was really lovely and so was the son as well. Yes. And uh, we thank you for that. Thank you for your help. For the commune. And that's how we ended up at a commune. Yes. But now we're we're running out of time, really. So we're doing a little express, asked Sonny Joe. Yep. So you're going to really... Give an answer, but not a long answer. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yes. Dear Sonny Joe. Yes. I met a guy in a pub seven or eight years ago when we were both in our 20s. It was my friend's birthday. He had tagged along, not really knowing anyone, and we gravitated towards each other. Mm -hmm. It felt like until closing time, nothing around us existed, as though we were the only two people in a room. It's like a movie. Having the types of endless flow of conversation you only see in a Nora Nora Ephron film growing up. What did I say? It's like a movie. It felt like magic. And then we said goodbye. 
I was in an unraveling relationship at the time and didn't feel fair to entertain anything until that had been dealt with. So I ignored the guy, texts, the evening, everything. The unraveling took longer than expected, so I chose not to bother the guy. When it was all over and now years later, I'm in a relationship with a wonderful person, yet I still can't shake the guy in the pub on that evening. What should I do? So she's she met a guy years ago in a pub, yeah? Yes. I'm just trying to get the facts right because that was very long, yeah? Yeah. So she met a guy... She was, eight years ago. Eight years ago, a long time ago. She was in a relationship... It was like a movie. She was in a relationship when she met him. Yes, that they, was a bad relationship. They were just hanging out. They didn't do anything. They didn't hook up. They didn't no. kiss or anything. She just hung out and then she just had this energy that she was just like... It felt like she was in a movie. Correct. Okay. Sounds like... And, but and now, now she, she's got a new boyfriend. Yeah. But she's but still she always thinking thinks about back. this guy from the pub eight years ago. Okay. So you're very normal. Welcome to the club. It's called fantasizing. We all fantasize. Let me tell you. I do it with everything. I like. I used to fantasize. Like, no, it wasn't even me. It was my mate George. Used to fantasize about meeting up with Lily Allen in a cafe, and then she takes him home. We all fantasize. A, he didn't do anything. B, he probably was a really attractive. That's why you've got these senses of like it felt like you're in a movie or anything. C, you could have been on MDMA or your drink got <laughs> spiked. I'm serious. And she didn't know. And that's why she felt good with the senses where she felt like it was like a movie like that because she was actually off her face and didn't realise she was off her face. Yeah. And she that she was on a high from drugs and that's why she's never had that feeling again because she doesn't actually do drugs. And when she was on drugs that night, she fell in love with this guy. And that's why she's eight years later and she's still thinking back about it. Is she doing anything wrong? No. Will she, if she meets that guy again and tells him, will he think she's crazy? Probably. Because he'll be like, oh, okay, I think I remember you being there, but they never did anything. That's fine. Like I said, we all <laughs> fantasize. What you should have done is actually, if you're in a bad relationship, then you should have, you know, got his number or Instagram or actually had a conversation with him. It sounds like you were just doing eye candy and you just fantasize about it and you're still fantasizing about now. No, I they think said they talked. They, they talk. couldn't stop talking. Talk well, obviously she's clothes. in a happy relationship now. My advice would be... How do you get him off her mind? Um, I don't... I just think she's she, she won't able to because it's a, it's more of a fantasy. Right. My advice for this, and I'm being serious. Yeah. She's not doing anything wrong. She's in a happy relationship. I just think when she's home alone and she's got Doctor Dildo out and she's <laughs> pleasuring herself, which is very normal to do. I just think she can get Doctor Dildo out and fantasize about this guy she met eight years ago and use that as her fantasy to climax to get an orgasm. That would be my advice. Okay. And it's safe. And she can use that to her to her high and to her advantage. My advice would be mm-hmm. meet him and ask him really deal breaker questions and then she'll probably find out he's not that good anyway. I don't think she needs to do that after eight years. I think that's really, really creepy. You've never met up with someone after eight years? After eight years and they had that one conversation. She's like, hey, I need to talk to you. I can't stop thinking about you. No, I'd be you like, wouldn't say that. Oh, what is she going to... meet up. Oh, right. But she's in a happy relationship now, so she shouldn't I'm have... not saying go out on a date. But what I'm saying is she doesn't even need to do that because all it is, it's like how we sit at home. Just and let it live on and just think about it for Milikun. the rest of your life. Mila Kunis comes out on Netflix bed. and we sit there and we fantasize like, oh, what Mila yeah. Kunis like in bed? She's doing the same thing. She doesn't need... This is not a bad no, thing. No, she's thinking about the conversation. No. You, no, I've got to get girl, no, girls, girls' perspective. Girls watch too many movies, and this is not reality. No, this is a woman's brain. I think she needs to go to Dr. Dildo. 
This is, so this what's is, your advice? You honestly think she should meet up with him after eight years of having no, one conversation? No, I'm saying he's probably not that good. You should put it to, to rest by meeting up with him and understanding from a later perspective that he's not that good. And I think that if you're doing that, you're only going to prolong your fantasy. So she's still thinking when she's 80, I should have met up with that guy from the pub at like 88 years ago. Now, like, that's just sad that she's still thinking about him that far away. He is not... Ryan Gosling. He's an ordinary man at the pub. No, but I think deep down, and this is true fact, I think we all have one person that we wish we hooked up with back the in the day. And the one that got away. And we always think about that person, and I think that's a normal thing, and this is hers. That's why yeah. I don't think she should so, meet up with him. Deal with it. Yes. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to Spilling the Tequila. That was really good advice, Sonny. Oh, thank you. Anytime. Mm-hmm. My name's Sonny Joe. My I'm name's Grace. Grace. And we'll speak to you soon. <laughs> <laughs>